Genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we review and reanimate the Zomrom Com Shaun of the Dead one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And today we will be taking a bite out of Minute 13, which begins with Sean miming, blowing his brains out, and ends with Sean on the bus holding flowers. Sort of, uh, <clears throat> it's kind of his most Tim Beasley-ish moment so far. The blowing his brains out? And the little animated, like, this is where the brain comes out. Oh, yeah. Up. Well, you know, what's funny is that, um, again, this is a foreshadow of a thing he does later yeah. with with an actual gun. Mm-hmm. Um, where he mimes oh. blowing his brains out. Uh, oh, and it never stops with this movie. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, right? It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, we talked a lot about the index card method um, on Back to the Future Minute. Uh, the index card method, for those of you who don't know, who might not have listened to that show uh, or maybe don't remember, uh, the idea is that um, when uh, Bob Zemeckis and, and Bob Gale were writing uh, Back to the Future, they would come up with ideas for things they wanted to see. And they're like, OK, cool. So we want to have a, a chase scene in the square where Marty uh, steals a... Uh, a scooter turns it into a skateboard and uses it to like get out of a, With a chase. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, so, so, okay, we want to do that. So in order to do that, um, they write that. So they write that down on an index card and they put it on the board and then they say, okay, so if we want to do that, then we also have to have a scene where he's using, he is skateboarding through town to show that he can skateboard earlier in the movie. So then they write down that and they put that up. So the idea is that you come up with the payoff on one index card and then you write the setup on another index card. And then you do that with every single thing in the movie. And eventually you have just a, a board that describes the movie in a series of setups and payoffs. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, back to the future has a lot of those. It's not entirely setups and payoffs but there's a there you know i would say i mean i i think i think a, a fair estimate would be about 70 percent setups and payoffs mm-hmm. um in that movie uh but this movie is like 95 percent setups and payoffs uh it's kind of magical as far as uh you know the 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 screenwriting nerd in me um just like that structure nerd that I've got in me. Like, I just, I just look at this and I'm like, Oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. We're just like, uh, you know, the filmmaking is such a, every, every, every second is such a process of decision-making and what, what is going to be in the frame in this second to the next second and so on mm-hmm. that it, 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 it does make a sort of sense of like, yeah, why not make every frame 
a reaction or a reflection or a preamble to another moment. Right. Like, why can't it all be connected and, and, and yeah, and, and just fluid in, in, in a way that celebrates going back and watching this the way that you go back to an album or you return to a painting. Right. And I think that's what makes it feel like such a tight movie also mm-hmm. is like when it's all set up and payoff, it ends up feeling very lean. As yeah, a like there's no fat. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's good. This is like uh, this is like Sylvester Stallone and Rocky three. Uh, right. That is in leanest. movie form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so, yeah. So let's uh, let's talk we- about Sean's huge mistake. Yes. So at the beginning of yesterday's episode, I got a call from from Liz, his girlfriend, and um, the listeners may remember that earlier in the movie, seconds after Sean left for work, he got a voicemail uh, message from Liz about uh, dinner plans. Like dinner plans right. change. What is it like? She need, now she needs eight people. Or no, 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 no. She she wanted to move it from seven from seven to eight because she was going to okay. be stuck at work a little late. Okay. Bye. 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 Uh, and, and so, uh, Sean, who is in the middle of defending his ego from Noel, uh, he's not listening to the phone call, doesn't hear what Liz says mm-hmm. because he's, he's more focused on saving face and seeming more cool, question mark, and pr- pr- professional. professional with Noel, which work again, like rolling a nat one, uh, yeah. Noel, Noel is an NPC that is not convinced Right, and uh, yeah, and he and he, 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 it, it's great because you can imagine uh, this would be a moment that would play really well in the theater because you could just hear the audience be like, "No, he's doing it. He's not." Right, this is, and this is how it starts. It, it, it's he's just more in the moment. He's just more focused on his own ego and defending it than like listening to Liz. Right, which is. There's there's something that I find about there's something about this moment that I feel that I find a little uh what is his name? Kevin um Smith? No. James? Kevin James. Pollock? Yep. James, you got it. Kevin James. Yeah. This is a little Kevin James. This feels like a moment from King of Queens to me. Okay, yeah, like the 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 the, the bumbling guy ignoring his 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 like doting girlfriend his, slash yeah, wife doting patient girl yeah for the sake of his own ego mm-hmm. like you it's can a, hear like, i think it was specifically when you mentioned like i could just hear the audience reacting to this and i'm like yeah you can too in a multi-cam sitcom because that's like, kind oh, of what this feels like yeah you know mm-hmm. um so and, not, and that's not to say that it's it's bad it's like, yeah, it just yeah. it's just that it's it's like if Kevin accidentally ate his wedding ring with the burrito <laughs> that he made. Yeah, like every other, you know, every other uh, King of Queens, Kevin can wait. Mm. Oh, I ate my wedding ring again. <laughs> he falls through a table. <laughs> oh, man. And um, we love him. I have a yeah. theory about, uh, so Paul Blart Mall Cop is five syllables. Uh-huh. Oh, no, it's four. Paul Blart Mall Cop is four syllables. Paul uh-huh. Blart Mall Cop 2 is five syllables. Yes. I believe that if they do a third one, they should keep the tradition of going up a syllable and call it Paul Blart Mall Cop 3D. <laughs> that would be 
I, 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 I hesitate. I, I hesitate saying this because I don't want to be obligated to, but I feel like I would go see that movie if that's what they did. <laughs> I just, I like how they make you say a little bit more each time. <laughs> Paul Blart Mall Cop 4 in space. <laughs> yeah, one for Paul Blart Mall Cop 4 in space. <laughs> it's like a list. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Um, so, uh, so after completely but, ignoring, yeah, his it's girlfriend, it, it really, it, it sucks. It's, it sucks. And it's, it's the kind of thing where he deserves what's going to happen to him. Not, yeah, he's not, he's not, not entirely the, not, not blameless. The zombie, yeah. Not the zombie stuff. Of course. But the Liz stuff. The Liz stuff. He deserves what's going to happen to him because if I was in a situation where I needed to do this and then I realized that I hadn't listened to my girlfriend at the very least, I would go in the back of the store and call her back. Yeah. I'd be like, Hey, I, I was with an employee. I wasn't really listening. Can you say that again? Yeah. Can you, can you say what you were going to say? Yeah. Wh- whatever. You said I was at was work. <laughs> what have I told you about, <laughs> about calling me at work? Lorraine, um, why? <laughs> Why did God, that happen? Can you imagine, like, oh, George, you left your lunch, oh, Lorraine. <laughs> um, so, um, so old anyway, friends, old friends. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, yeah, but yeah, so, no, it, it, it's. I, I like that again. Kind of in the, he's not blameless. The, that's that's yeah, what in, I like in the, about in the in the bad Hollywood version of this. I feel like they always kind of go out of their way to make the. The special kind of dude underdog hero, like it's not really his fault. It's because of the zombies, and I, I, I do like how you kind of keep the zombie problems and the life problems separate. And and Wright and Peg are like, no, like he 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 fucks up. He you're not yeah. supposed to do that. Yeah, yeah. He's uh he's he's a little bit of a piece of shit. Um, mm-hmm. and cares more about relatable. his ego. Yeah. He he cares more about. How a seventeen-year-old sees him, then he cares about respecting his girlfriend. Yeah, that's bad. That's not good. Um, <laughs> because he feels, in some way, more aligned with the seventeen-year-old than his girlfriend. Right, right. And he he's feeling inadequate to a seventeen-year-old. Yeah, which is, like um, really. I think on. I think it was yesterday when you asked me. You know, had I ever been like students? You know, like. Uh, Giving me the business, like Noel is with Sean, and and now that I reflect more on it, I, I I guess it's that I didn't care if they were right. I I just didn't really notice if if because they would they didn't I didn't care what they thought about me. I just cared that they were like not on fire and doing their their schoolwork. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you you can it's like Sean, why do you care so much about this guy? Yeah, which is very human, you know, like like we can't. That that frustrating thing of not being able to con- control who you care about, what they think of you, mm-hmm. and it, no, it's, it's so out of my control. It's definitely human, um, and it's 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 perfect. It's just frustrating to watch. Of course, yeah. Um, as as most truly honest things are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, so yeah, so he, he dismisses the call as, uh, Liz from head office. And I do like how confident and cocky he is when oh, he yeah, says, it's nothing, it's nothing to panic about. No, nothing to panic about. Like he like, yeah, like Noel gives a shit. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing to panic about. You know, I'm going to miss Noel. I'm going to miss this whole gang. 
<laughs> you got attached very quickly. I get attached very quickly doing these. We were in this scene for almost a week. That's true. That's fair. We came in on Friday, and and now we're it's Wednesday finally, and we're and uh, and and Sean's work is 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 truly one of the few locations we don't return to in the movie. That's true. Actually, that's surprising. You know? Yeah. Like like there that there isn't a scene where he goes back and you know Noel and everyone has been zombified, and he has to like go in. And I wonder if that had ever even been like was that in like an know. old draft or something. I don't know. That's a really good. That's that's really interesting because you'd think, yeah, like there would be a scene where he has to like almost sort of relive these moments between he and Noel. But like now Noel's a zombie and it's sure, you know, in the way that in the way that he has to go up against all of his life problems after they've been zombified. Right. Whether it's like Pete or his girlfriend or whatever. Right. Yeah, that's that's interesting that that didn't. Yeah, I wonder. I, you know, I think I would. I think that might be like my Q and A question. Ah, um, that's fun. Yeah. If I ever went to like a Shaun of the Dead Q and A with like Simon and or Edgar, yeah. Yeah. I think after that's you ask all your Ant Man questions, right? After I ask all my Ant Man questions, um, Who's, which I, which which funny thing was <laughs> you? Yeah. <laughs> Edgar, please, uh, please tell me all about uh, the the girlfriend that you were forced to leave um, <laughs> against your control. Those, those five, six years of your life. Yeah, that you will never, ever get back. Um, it was almost a decade. Uh, that mm-hmm. he, I remember he I was I was in high school when they were yeah. first like. It was uh, it was Scott one of Pilgrim the, guys doing it. Well, yeah, it was one of the first uh, one of the early announcements. It was uh, mm-hmm. it was. You know Johnny Fabs, um, Iron Man, and Edgar Wright's Ant Man. Those were the first two. Johnny Fabs. I don't think I've ever heard that one. Oh really? No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Johnny Fabs. Sup Fabs. Um, Sup Fabby. Yeah. Um. So oh, when I love you, man. The other day, it's on Netflix now, man. You get work on that. <laughs> so we cut to Sean at the flower shop, uh, taking yes. his st- taking his stepfather's advice. Okay, so so I'm not familiar enough with like like stores and stuff in london so this is not uh like a like a, a four corner garage that no no so four 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 corner gar- uh, g- garage is a gas station or a petrol oh, station okay. petrol station um because what what uh because the the little bit that they cut out after he says and not a cheap posy from a gay rush forecourt Sean says, I wasn't gonna. And Philip says, the Texaco. And Sean goes, all right. <laughs> um, so they cut out that little exchange right there. And so that that sort of like puts it on front street. Like, oh, oh, they're talking about a, a petrol station. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he bought flowers from a gas station is uh, what happened originally. Mm-hmm. So, no, this is not a gas station. This is actually like mm-hmm. a legit uh, flower shop. You know what? If there had been flowers involved in the world's end one could argue that we could be doing the flower trilogy or the florist trilogy yeah that's very there, true there's a florist in hot fuzz as well mm-hmm. and if there was a florist scene or, or or a prominent scene with flowers in the world's end it would it would it would make it uh, more the blood accurate. flowers and ice cream yeah trilogy. right it would make it more accurate to call it the blood and flowers trilogy than 
the Cornetto blood trilogy, yeah, or Blood and Ice Cream, because there's only a wrapper of ice cream of a Cornetto in The World's End. Right. The 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 biggest, kind of the most fan servicey moment in that movie. True. Very true. Um, uh, but it but it works because it's at the end and. Of course, it's, it's, it's like, like just like before. Little... It's like ah, you thought we forgot. Like it's <laughs> like you pieces yeah. of shit. Go home. Yeah, go home. Get out of here. Why are you still here? Wait, wait, wait. Go the on. movie's not over. Um, yes. Please, please go see it again. <laughs> wait, wait, friends. wait. Two minutes. Um, yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. That's two okay. two uh, two movies I'm, with Forrest in, in. I remember as a kid, I always had to rewind this bit because I I couldn't I couldn't listen through uh, her her dialect to get like the line at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he says it's, the flowers are for his mother. She pulls out two cards. Uh, one is um, one is says like you know for a wonderful mum, and the other one says mom. pow super mum. Pow super mum. Yeah. And uh, obviously Sean wants the first one. Pow super mum. I don't know. I, th- I think Barbara would have gotten a laugh out of that second one. But Phil would have been so. like, Phil would have been like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. And that's and and right. And that's the thing is, is, yeah, no, Sean's going to choose the first one because he's he's going to feel because le- it's going to please his mother and Philip. Mm-hmm. Whereas the second and this one, is, this is arguably more for Phil than it is for Barbara. Yep. Because like Barbara would never admit that she's she's hurt over Sean for getting flowers. But, right. it, you know, yeah, exactly. Uh, we totally talked over the dude running for his life. Kind of looks like Patrick Wilson. He does a little bit, doesn't he? Hmm. Um, so we get uh, in the in the in the script, he's referred to a scruffy man. I I have always referred to him as the pigeon tramp. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, but uh, Fair, but yeah, yeah, we get this guy out here who's uh, swiping at p- pigeons and uh, goes to put one in his mouth. Um, mm-hmm. Seems really to good be, at it. Yeah. Seems to be a zombie, I assume. We 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 don't know. And also, uh, I mean, I, I know we're not supposed to take this literally, but when the bus passes and he's gone, that is super fast for a for a zombie in this movie. Yeah, because as we as we'll get into more into the next few uh, minutes of the movie, them's them slow zombies. Mm-hmm. They are. They very much are. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, interesting. I don't, I don't know what to make of that. I assume he must be a zombie. Um, and it's just early yeah. days or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe he just, be, he, he yeah. just stumbled away. That'd be great if they ran into him later and he's like, no, I'm not a zombie. I just love eating those pigeons <laughs> raw head first. Like you do. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, pigeon tramp. Pigeon I like tramp. it. Yeah. Uh, and it then, sounds uh, like it sounds like he's part of the neighborhood. If he's the pigeon tramp, right? That's why oh, I like that's the name. Just the pigeon tramp, mom. He'll do <laughs> no one no harm. Yeah, I like. That's why I like it more than Scruffy Man. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, he's beyond Scruffy, right? I think it's more specific. If it's uh, pigeon yeah. tramp. So before uh, we cut to Sean on the bus. Um, there is one shot on the bus, <laughs> shot on the bus. Uh, yeah, there is one, yeah. one bit that's been cut out. Um, oh, that was okay, a, yeah, uh, actually a, a payoff to a setup that was also cut out. So like this entire bit was cut out. I don't know if they shot this. I'm not sure. Um, 
I would guess that they didn't, and that's why it's completely gone. It's also completely unnecessary. Uh, but before getting on the bus earlier, after Sean says, uh, after Nelson says, hello, my friend, no beer today. Sean says bitterly for me. And then you cut to him on the bus. Um, before you actually cut to him on the bus, he's at the tube station and there's a commuter going, what? And the station guard says, there's a body on the line. And Sean is like a, amid a bunch of livid commuters and a police car blazes past. And then uh-huh. and then later, after, after the pigeon tramp scene, uh, he's back in the tube station and he's back um, um, uh, amidst a crowd of pissed off commuters. And the station guard says bodies on the line, suicide, suicides. And the commuter says suicide. And the station goes, station guard says uh, suicides three and holds up three fingers. And then you cut to Sean back on the bus again. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, also, it's also just a little north of uh, Danny Boyle. Like, that's almost like a little too heavy. And like, you know, I mean, this movie goes there in terms of like gore and, and horror. But yeah, like, but this feels totally off for some reason. Yeah, I mean, I think the idea is that they're, they weren't suicides. They're just people like dying, like turning into zombies and falling onto the track or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or just zombies on the tracks. Just like wandering zombies around. Zombies on the tracks. Yeah. Zom- zom- zombies on the track. My favorite dance album. Um, my favorite Bob Dylan album. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think it works. I do like Zombie that. on the track. I do like that we're s- sort of establishing why he doesn't use the tube um, in London. Okay. He's using a bus instead. Wow. But That's something I've never thought of. That's actually really, that's a good point. Yeah, but it's completely unnecessary to a certain extent because we see him on the bus. We don't need an explanation really as to why he's on the bus and not on the tube because we don't know where he lives or how far away he is from work. You know, mm-hmm. so so like why take the tube? Because it seems to me like the tube would be something you'd use to cross a larger distance than you would a bus. And sure. so while the bus works as a oh, the, the tube is down, so we had to take the bus joke. It mm-hmm. all it works just as well as just like, yeah, Sean just takes the bus. That's what he does. Yeah, he's a, he's a bus guy. Yeah, he's a bus guy. He doesn't live, he doesn't work far enough away that he would have to take the tube, so it's fine. Um, I never, when I was living in Chicago, I was never a bus guy. I always preferred to take the, the red line if I could, the yeah. CTA. I just, I don't know. So then about buses... Just, I always, I always had bad luck. Like I would always miss my stop or I would be super like, am I on the right bus? Like, am I on the, did I get off at the right stop? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, One of the extras behind Sean looks a lot like Dave Gruber Allen. I just wanted to point that out. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, And uh, I don't know. Do we also, is now, is now the time for us to go into another uh, track of the Sean of the Dad soundtrack, Scott? Yes. Uh, We got uh, a, we got a track playing in the floor shop. Yeah, so the song playing in the floral shop is uh, Everybody's Happy Nowadays, as performed by Ash featuring Chris Martin. And uh, it's actually originally a Buzzcock song. Uh, it, was oh. on their, it first appeared on a live album called Entertaining Friends 
live at the Hammersmith Odeon March in 1979, and then appeared again as a track in their uh, Singles Going Steady from 1979, which was kind of like, you know, when an album puts out like B-sides and yeah, like out- outtakes and stuff. And so, uh, and then back all the way in uh, 2004 was when this, uh, the Ash album came out featuring the cover. So it's another newer song. Yeah. It's a contemporary it, song. Contem- it's a song that would have been playing at a floral shop in London in 2004. Interesting. And, you know, I, I, you have to wonder, like, is the Ash, is it, does it, is it just that? Do they just like, oh, Ash, like the, like Evil Dead and the manager, let's, let's put that song in because it was also like a contemporary song. It's a very, it is entirely possible. Yeah. <laughs> Cause this song is also, it also plays in the credits, I believe after, um, after Best Friend. Oh, okay. Um, it's the, it's the second credit song. Very important. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's Happy Nowadays by Ash featuring Chris Martin, but originally performed by the Buzzcocks. There we go. Uh, and I think that's all we got, right? Yeah, I'm good if you're good. Yeah, I'm good. And uh, as always, you can go to www.moviesbyminutes, plural, it's plural.com. And uh, there you can listen to uh, every minute podcast that exists under the sun. Uh, Ferris Bueller Minute, Star Trek Minute, Gremlins, Mogwai Minute, yeah. uh, Fifth Fifth Element just wrapped up a couple weeks ago. We love yeah. we love them. Uh, and yeah, you know, like I always say, if you have a favorite movie, there's probably a Movie Minute podcast about it. And if there isn't, you should start one or don't because yep. it's a surprising amount of work and time. Yeah, uh, especially if you're the person editing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the meantime, well, let's all. Oh wait, do you have anything else? No, it, it it's it's Wednesday, not Thursday. So. Oh crap! I'm sorry. I know, it's okay. We'll just I'll just just switch it and we'll just do the Wednesday stuff on Thursday. No big deal. Okay. But uh, yeah, so go to moviesbyminutes.com and check out uh, check out what's over there. And in the meantime, let's have a nice cold pint and wait for all this to blow over. Yeah.